0: I recently heard the term focus on less and then obsess on a podcast, and it made me stop what I was doing, find a pen, and write it down more than once. You know when you just hear words put together and you're like, holy shit, I needed to hear that today? That's how that phrase hit me. Welcome to Ladies Kickin' Ass. I'm your host, Tanya Wilson, and I'm crazy passionate about encouraging women to tell their hard-earned stories, provide coaching, and creative ideas to help you build the service business of your dreams. What's different about this podcast? Well... We are real, and that means most of us are trying to juggle all the things. Being an entrepreneur, mama, wife, sister friend, doggy mama, and all those other titles that we love. This life is a dance, and we celebrate every twist, step, and dip along the way. This show chats about our wins, our losses, business, relationships, family, and how to get the hell out of our own way and believe in ourselves and our big ideas. The Ladies Kickin' Ass community is full of strong, generous women who support, mentor, and cheer for each other. So come on, let's get inspired and learn something new today. Welcome to the Ladies Kickin' Ass podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Ladies and Ass Podcast. Today we are going to talk about focusing on less and then obsessing about it. When I heard this term this week, it just struck me to the core. And I know I can't be the only one that feels this way. Obviously, that's why someone was talking about it on a podcast But I wanted to dive into this a little bit more and give you my perspective on what this means and what it could actually do for us if we did focus on less and then obsess on just one thing at a time and not all the things we feel like we need to accomplish in our days. Most of my listeners on this podcast are entrepreneurs and they do not lack in ideas So much so that many times I know for myself, we just overwhelm our brains with all the ideas and possibilities that are out there in the world. And we want to be part of it and we would love to try it and get involved with it and do things, but then we overcommit and then we don't get anything done. I don't know about you, but I know for sure within myself, many times I'm paralyzed at really achieving the big things I want to because I focus on so many things at one time and I'm trying to do all the things. And when you try to do all the things, you don't get anything done. What is that old saying? Um, Jack of many trades, master of none. Very true in this situation. Raise your hands if this is you. I think a big part of that is that many of us are hyper achievers. And what I mean by that is that we find our worth in our achievements. We're so hell bent on getting everything done and doing all of the things. We feel that if we do a whole bunch of things, it shows that we're capable and that we're valuable and that we're badasses because we got them all done. But how many times are we really evaluating how well they were done and what the impact was of achieving those things? I know I don't go back to reflect and near as much as I should. Many times we're off on another wild goose chase of accomplishing something else. I know this is so true in my life, so much so that my husband had to look me dead in the eyeballs and say, promise me you will not start anything else this year. (laughs) I truly believe it's because he loves me and he can see how hard that is for me because I'm trying to get all the things done and I'm not able to accomplish what I want to do because there's just not enough time in the day to get it done. So when I heard the term focus on less and then obsess, I had to stop and think like, what is it in this season of my life that I need to focus on the most? It's not always work, ladies. It's not always work. It is not that the other things aren't important to to me or to us, but what can we see the greatest results with if we hyper-focus on one thing at a time rather than dabbling in everything that we want to do. I'm going to give you an example of what I'm talking about. Inside of my service businesses, we have been trying to implement systems and processes that are put onto paper or made into a video with screen recordings that we're doing through a program called Trainual so that we can optimize training new people coming in as we're growing and documenting processes so that if anyone in the business needs to jump in and take over they'll know how to do the things that are required for that job. Instead of breaking that down into specific areas where we want to see the processes come together, we just say we're making processes and we're going to record them as they come to us. Whereas if I would take the lead and make a list of processes that needed to be accomplished just in one week and assign them to specific people and focused on getting even five done every week versus the hundreds that we know we need to get done in the long run, how much quicker and further along do you think that we'd be? Damn I dares to say that we'd be pretty close to having a pretty awesome manual by this point if we would just focus on that. Because I know I have not been a great leader in stating this is what we need to focus on this week. I have given them the daunting task of making an operations manual for the business. So this is somewhere where I am sharing my shortcomings with you in hopes that you can do some reflection and be like, ah, okay, I can see some areas where I could be a better leader and I could help be more specific and more focused and obsessed on completing a specific task rather than making everyone else interpret how important that is to us. I hope that makes sense and I hope that's helpful for you. I have zero problem in acknowledging my shortcomings and using them on this podcast to be able to help inspire you to do the same. Because as leaders, if we don't look at ourselves and we just look on the outside, we've got to change our mindset because it always starts with us. And this shows up in our personal lives too. How many times do you say, And if you're one of these hyperachievers, don't lie to me because I know you do this. You need to say, I need to clean this house or I need to organize this house. Or if your house is anything like mine, full of five children and a husband that never puts anything away, saying that statement is like beating your head against the wall. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. Or they have their own methods of putting things away. I know for me, when I tell my children, please go put this away, their interpretation of putting shoes away means that it's inside their room. My interpretation of that is that they're inside their room in the basket that's specified with their name underneath their bed next to the other shoe so that they can find it when they want to put them on again. But they don't understand it that way. So being specific about things is also being very kind. That home is never going to be organized if you just say, I need to organize this house, or you expect other people living in the house to organize it the way that you would. So I would challenge you to change your way of thinking on that. So conversely, you could say, I'm going to organize this pantry. I'm going to organize this closet. Not all the closets, just this closet. I'm going to organize this laundry room. And you can even break it down even more than that if it's a big daunting task, which I know some of mine are. And you can say, I'm going to organize this cupboard in my kitchen today. Tomorrow, I'm going to organize the silverware drawer. The next day, I'm going to organize and get rid of the 9,000 straws in this other drawer. Those are the things that you can do to break it down into bite-sized pizzas. If you said, I'm going to organize this kitchen And then, you know, it's going to take you all day to organize the kitchen. You're going to be saying that a year from now because you didn't have a whole day to organize the kitchen versus if once a week, even you said, I'm going to organize this specific drawer or this specific cabinet or cupboard, you would have an organized kitchen within a month or two versus an entire year of just saying it. Does that make sense? Which one do you think is going to get done faster? Breaking it into bite-sized pieces is so crucial for doing anything that we want to get accomplished. And as dreamers and doers, we think big picture. And a lot of times it's hard for us to break those things down in our brains, but we have to start thinking this way. And that is where focus on less than obsess comes in. In today's message, I really want you to get thinking about what you want to accomplish by the end of the year. I mean, honestly, we only have two and a half months left of 2022. Can you believe it? It has flown by so fast. I can't believe we're halfway through October already. So what do you want to accomplish by the end of 2022? Go back and look over your goals and see what you've accomplished and what you wanted to get accomplished What's still possible to do by the end of the year? I know for me, I have several goals that I want to get accomplished. And in order for me to do that, I have decided that I need to be extremely serious about how I spend my time during the day. Am I just going into my office because it's old hat habit and I say that I need to be at the office for 8 to 10 hours a day? Do I really Am I accomplishing the things I want to get accomplished by just being at the office eight to 10 hours a day? The answer is no. I don't need to be there that many hours a day. I'm not responsible to be on the phones all day long. I'm not responsible for direct communication with anybody that is on a time limit. I don't need to be there in the hours that the office is open. I need to be in there to get my work done, to support my team on the times we've spent specified. And other than that, I need to move on and get all the other things accomplished that I want to see and check off my goal list for 2022. I know as a business owner, a lot of times we feel like we need to be here from sunup to sundown. We need to just be involved in overseeing everything. When you have the right people on the team, you don't have to do that anymore. Oversight, yes, but doing the things, hell no. I think that one of the biggest challenges we face is being upfront with ourselves and truly evaluating where we are. Many times we don't stop and look at exactly where we're at. And if we don't know where we're at, how are we supposed to know where we want to go? It's like jumping on the scale and seeing what you weigh and whether you want to gain weight or lose weight, how much you need to do it, and then setting up a plan to do it. If I want to gain 20 pounds, I don't just say, I'm going to gain 20 pounds this week. I set up a plan to do that. If I want to lose 20 pounds, I don't say, I'm just going to lose 20 pounds because that's daunting as hell. You say, I'm going to lose one pound this week. I'm going to lose two pounds this week. And you bite it off into those little chunks that you can wrap your brain around and really accomplish. Plus, how awesome to be able to tick it off as you're going versus just waiting for the big thing at the end. That's no fun. We have to take inventory of the goals that we have accomplished this year and write them all down, even the smallest things. Because they really do add up and they really do make a difference in the mental awareness of your ability to crush your goals. Then take a look at what we have left to achieve this year. Is it possible to still get it done? Is it possible to chunk it into smaller pieces? Sometimes we're overwhelmed because we set these grandiose goals for ourselves and then we're like, shit, we can't do that. But you really can if you break it down. We think we always have to know more. We have to have more time. We have to be more. We have to do more research. We have to be in the right place with the right tools at the right time. Whatever it is that you're telling yourself in regards to those things, you got to let it go, girl, and you just got to get started. Have you ever heard the term analysis paralysis or perfection paralysis? Those are both true statements and they occur to many hyperachievers. When we often think we need to be better or know more in order to make a difference. That's simply not true. Because I want you to think about something, babe. Think about where you're at in your journey of trying to accomplish whatever it is you're working on. Guess what? You're not as far as someone else. And you're much further than someone else. You're watching someone else's highlight reel and someone behind you is watching yours, but someone somewhere needs you right where you're at right now to inspire them or motivate them. Just keep going. It's never going to be perfect and you will never have all the information and that's okay you won't. You're either growing or you're dying, which tells me you're never going to have all the information because we're always growing and learning new things all the time. We all know that there are seasons in our lives that require us to give more time to certain areas. If you've got a big project ready to launch or if you're writing a book or you're starting a business or you just had a baby or you've got a two-year-old that requires a ton of patience and your constant attention. Or maybe you're going through a divorce, or maybe you just got married. Those areas may need your time the most, and that's okay. This is where we have to stop attaching our worth to our work. This work that you do in your personal life is more important than the work you do in your professional life. I need you to realize that. But you can't be doing more than a couple of these things at a time or you'll be checking your cute butt into the crazy castle because it's just too much. This is where I'm talking about focus on less and then obsess. We expect so much from ourselves and it's turning us all into a bunch of stressed out, crazy, anxious, non-achieving robots. And we have to stop this. The only way we're going to stop this is if we keep talking about it, because for some ungodly reason, us women think that we have constantly got to be doing things and that we constantly have to be achieving things and that we can do everything. Oh, you need help at school too? You'll sign me up for that. Oh, you need this? Well, sign me up for that. And at the end of the day, we're feeling more unfulfilled, more stressed, more just almost dead on the inside because we're not achieving the things that light our souls on fire. We have to shift our focus. Whatever is most important in your life right now, focus on it, obsess about it, make it so wonderful that you have this newfound confidence in accomplishing that thing, and it will catapult you into your full focus on something else. I love the word obsess. Hear me out. I think it has been given a negative meaning in the world that we live in today because people don't ever want to be obsessed with anything. It's almost as if they feel that they've lost control if they have an obsession. And I find that quite the opposite. When you're obsessed with getting something done, you don't let other things get in your way. There are no excuses. There is no stopping you. I feel like the word obsessed is nothing more than extreme focus. And I believe that takes outstanding stamina and belief in oneself to pour all that time and energy into accomplishing something great. So I ask you today to define where are you going to focus less and then obsess? Is it getting your numbers and your business to a specific goal number by the end of the year? If so, how are you doing? How much more do you have to go? Is your goal realistic and is it achievable? If so, make a damn plan and make it happen. Do you have a new project that you're working on? Maybe you've been dabbling in it a little bit, but you never really give it a time slot on your calendar because it's just something that you'll work on when you get the time. How's that going? I can answer that for you because I have several projects like that that I've started in my own life that sound just like this and they're not doing shit. They're beautiful ideas, but they've not been given the proper time to nurture them. Without the full focus, they won't get done. If you were an entrepreneur at any point in your in your life, or you are right now, you know that there's never any extra time. We don't know what it feels like to be bored. I have not been bored for 15 years, and I say that to people all the time. I never don't have something to do. Never. Never. We just come up with something else to occupy our time, even if we get that slight inkling that we might be bored. If you are waiting to have free time, you'll never have it because there's no such thing. You have to create it. You have to schedule that time. So do me and yourself a big favor today. Take 15 minutes out of your day. Set a timer on your phone right now to sit down and evaluate where you're at in achieving your goals for 2022. Write down what you have achieved. Take a look at what you have put on your goal board at the beginning of the year and then evaluate how far you've come because I know you've crushed some serious goals this year or you wouldn't still be listening to this podcast. Now take a look at what else needs to be done and what else you want to achieve. Now make a plan and make it happen. Schedule it onto your calendar. Don't give it free time status and then obsess about it. And by that, I mean check in with this list every single week. Hell, do it every day for the rest of the year and see where you're at. Remind yourself of your goals. Put them on your mirror as you get ready in the morning. So you have to look at them in the morning and in the evening. And you are constantly being reminded of them. If you need accountability, that's what the Ladies Kick and Ass group is all about. So jump on into our Facebook group, post your goals that you're working on the rest of the week, and I would be more than happy to be your accountability buddy. We also have hundreds of other ladies in there that are also there to cheer you on and have your back and help you track whatever you need. That's what this community is all about. I love this little saying, and honestly, I've seen it around so many times this week that I just feel it on my heart to share it with you. Always remember that you're braver than you believe. You are stronger than you seem, and you are smarter than you know. You do not have to have all the answers. You do not have to be perfect, girl, because that doesn't exist. You just have to get started And that begins when you focus on less and then obsess. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ladies Kickin' Ass Podcast. I hope you loved it. Hey, if you got a lot out of today's show and you think a friend of yours may love it too, please do me a really quick favor. Screenshot the episode, post it, tag us at Ladies Kickin' Ass, or share the link to the episode. I'm here to help and support as many ladies as I can, and your generosity in sharing the show means the world to me. Don't forget hit subscribe to be notified of all newly released episodes and leaving the show. A five-star review is the ultimate expression of love for our team. If you're interested in becoming a guest on the podcast, I would so love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and we'll chat further. Thank you for being part of our tribe. And until next time, go kick some ass lady.